Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most five-thumbed podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Cass. I'm George. And I'm Zoe B. And we're still fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. So fine in fact that we're going to... Questions that people have emailed in at happylittlepod at gmail.com. So the first question is from Kai. I'm struggling with living with my anti-mask, anti-vax, anti-COVID housemates. We've all had COVID. Oh, (laughs) that took a... (laughs) We've all had COVID, and as of sending this email, I still don't have my sense of taste or smell, which sucks. That's so sad. Yeah, right? Like me, they are tired of the endless lockdown. We live in the UK. But I also understand that these lockdowns only exist because of people like my housemates who are ignoring the rules and keep going out on dates to see family, etc. Because Uh. of COVID, I haven't seen my parents since 2019 or my sister since 2018. My family and I were meant to go on a family trip last year, but couldn't for obvious reasons. I've not seen most of my friends in over a year now and won't get to meet my friends' new babies. I'm just angry at them and the landlord won't do shit because they pay their bills on time. They won't listen to me or my logic as to why wearing a mask is useful. They all refuse to wear masks as... They don't the... listen to logic? <laughs> Who knew? What? I know. The government can't tell them what to do and <laughs> I don't read the laws, therefore they don't apply to me. That's some like Looney Tunes level of like bullshit. Yeah. Oh, That's geez. great. Uh, I can't afford rent anywhere else. Plus, moving in the middle of a pandemic is a ball ache, both financially and for the paperwork I'd need to do. E.g. getting a new GP, forwarding mail, telling my work, blah, 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 blah. Moving right now would just be an added stress on top of trying to get my master's. Oh, man, you're just piling everything on. (laughs) Plus, my flat is well-suited for the commute to both work and school and is near enough to all my friends. So once it's all over, I'll be well-suited for a good social life. Any tips on surviving this bullshit until either they move out or this all is over? Out crazy them. Go left, though. (laughs) Out crazy them? Out crazy them. They're conspiracy nuts. They're anti-vax, anti-masks. Go balls to the wall with crazy, but in the Mm pro-mask, pro-vax, and just out crazy them with crazy person logic. Okay. Same okay. more. Same, same more. more. Same more. Same more. Example. All right. So, 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 so beautiful. Zamet here is <laughs> yep. anti-mask. So anti-vax. No, man. I don't want to wear masks. It helps my God gave me lungs and 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 a face mask stopping that. All right. You double down and you're like, oh, I see that you believe that the government is trying to kill you because of the mask when really they're trying to kill those who don't believe in masks. And oh. it's a survival of the fittest thing. And 
Look, this is all theoretical. <laughs> Some sort of gas that yeah, are only attack yeah. the people who don't wear masks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they've all had COVID, so they clearly don't care. Yeah. yeah. Could you also go like, they don't want to kill you with COVID. They're trying to make you alive but sick because that's how they make money off you. Yeah, go crazy. Like, use crazy person logic but in the right direction. I have some family that are anti-vax and anti-mask, and when I am forced to see them, I always just kind of play up the fact. They'll be like, oh, the government, uh, uh, and I'll be like, oh, okay, sheeple. <laughs> I see And it's just a really subtle dig Because mm. I've been told that I'm not allowed to do it anymore by my parents That's fair <laughs> And just be like, oh, oh, I see See, you believe that mm, Well, alright mm. Then you just out crazy them You out crazy okay. them with crazy person rhetoric But just in the right direction Because they're just, they're just contrarians Okay, so gaslight but for positive Yeah Gaslight him in the right direction. Is that my new motto? (laughs) I I feel it is. Pilot lighting. Yeah. Pilot Pilot lighting. lighting. Pilot lighting. We're pilot lighting here, folks. Yeah. So, yeah, so I I think maybe, yeah, some pilot lighting might help. And just, yeah, out crazy them, I guess. Yes, Cass? If you're stuck in a situation with people who are not taking it as seriously, I know it's really, really stressful to be in that environment, but you need to let go that you have any sort of control or any responsibility for the bad choices they're making. Obviously, it affects a lot of people. And, you know, we've had all the lockdowns and the mask laws here. Like, we understand that they work, so we're on your side. But you can't be responsible or feel any guilt or, like, you have any control over the bad choices they're making. You can't feel bad about it. You can't do anything. So, Try and let that part of it go where you have to try and help because at this point it sounds like you've done mm. everything you can bar Zoe's beautiful methods, which I think you should give a go. <laughs> Might as well give it a shot. Yeah, just be kind to yourself. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. Don't feel pressured that you have to change them because you've tried and it's not working and you don't deserve any more pressure because you've got so much going on at the moment. Mm. Don't take that on as an extra thing. Just allow them to do their horrible, hurtful, harmful stuff. <laughs> And just don't assume any of the responsibility because they're not. Why should you mm. feel bad if they don't even feel bad? Yeah. As someone who one of his family members also is a anti-vax kind of person, and I just went off, uh, which probably wasn't the, 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 the best thing. Because... No, but I feel like it's an innately human thing because you <clears throat> oh, do yeah. just want to give him a smack and be like, what are you doing? Oh, I know. It's mm. like, what the fuck? Uh, and that resulted in... Again, probably less talking with with me and him. But then again, our relationship wasn't the strongest to begin with. So (laughs) have I lost much? Not really. But in a conversation with them, they said, you know, just, you know, we're just, we're family, we're meant to be blah, 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 blah. And like, look, you know, if you believed in fairies, I wouldn't be yelling at you or like telling you that fairies don't exist. I'd be like, all right, cool, let's have a chat. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) If I was like, hey, I genuinely believe in fairies, I have seen them and I think things are there. That is when you need to step in as an adult in the room and be like, fairies aren't real. No, but there's also well, there's as long also as it's level... not impacting anything, yeah, that... then I think it's okay to yeah. think fairies are real. Because I got to be honest, probably definitely listeners and maybe even people in this room would think things that other people would be like. I don't know if that's uh, necessarily real, but I ain't gonna impact it if it's not hurting anyone. I don't know if I start thinking if that you fairies stop are believing real... that fairies are real and that fairy magic is gonna cure your cancer, <laughs> yeah, problem, problem. problem. Yeah. I just I just feel that I'm living then in a delusional world. Yeah. But it's and also, I need like Cass help. said, it's not your it's not anyone else's responsibility to like fix you or change your mindset. Mm. 
there is something about just accepting that they are who they are and yeah. you've got no power or control over them. It's disappointing because, mm. like, you know, the panini's a big thing that we want to, like, get rid of. Mm. Mm. And people like this are the reason we still fucking – I mean, we don't have to stay inside, but, like, the rest of the world. Yeah. Well, even hopefully they don't. Hopefully this thing is a bit older so the guy's out now. And, hopefully. Uh, get your little fucking jab and – Yeah. 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 But no, it, it is a. I don't know if it's about this like coming to terms or if it's giving up. Well, it's. Because I know I've given up. Yeah, yeah. You got to give up. Yeah. You got to give up on caring about these people because they obviously don't care about their lives. Um, but but also, you and your roommates don't have to be friends or friendly to each other, and you can just live your life. That's true. Like, I agree. Has yeah, like, anyone yeah. here had that situation? Living yeah. with someone where you're literally like angry, yeah. like you don't like each other? Well, my old roommate. <laughs> I'm like, you had a look that's, of my, that's my ex-wife's <laughs> bloody counter, my right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah, was that. a sad time. Yeah, no, my, my old roommate was during the first lockdown because I spent the lockdown at my parents' house rather than at my house. Because nothing's better than sleeping on your parents' couch yeah. during this. Um, for what you think will be two weeks. For what you think will be two weeks <laughs> and then you run out of clothes because it started in summer and by the time it ended it was winter and all you have with you are shorts. <laughs> and then you have to borrow your dad's clothes because your mum's way too small for you and your brother's way too small for you so you just end up wearing a man's oversized jumpers and pants. It's a good look. Yeah, yeah it was comfy. Snug. Yeah. Anyway, no, I had a roommate who was inviting people over during the lockdown and my other roommate would call up and be like, I'm livid, he has people over. Like during like the insane lockdown that Melbourne had, which was Mm. illegal to have people over. Mm. And I was like, just call the cops. Just like, fuck it, man. Like it's it's a level of safety. And if you don't feel safe in your own home, the concept of home is, I went over this with my therapist this week, the concept of home is a level of comfort and safety you feel. So regardless of whether or not your home is a house or your home is people or your home is whatever, it's actually representative of a level of comfort and safety you feel. And these roommates obviously are not adding to your comfort and safety. If anything, they are detracting Mm -hmm. from it. So you don't have to be friends with them. If you guys do have fines and shit like that, like, fuck it, call the cops on them. Who gives a shit? Also, like, I know that moving is a hard thing, but keep an eye out for places that could be feasible. Mm. It's like when you have a job that you hate and you don't have the financial capacity to, like, change jobs. You can't be unemployed. You always just keep, like, an eye out for, like, the right job. To I'm looking directly at Salmon. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, like, you always keep an eye out for a job that will be perfect. You're like, oh, I'll suck it up and just work here for now. And that could be the mentality that you take, which is, like, I'll just suck it up. Mm. I'll live here for now, but I will keep an eye out for... A house that also meets all my needs. I do think about how that's the difficulty, I think, in this situation. It's almost hard to give a solution because, like, mm. you give up completely or accept it completely, whichever way you want to say it, but it almost means taking your foot off the accelerator, like, as in yeah. trying to do that. But then if you're also looking for stuff and trying to proactively, like, as in, they're almost two different mindsets. So that's yeah. why I can understand yeah. how difficult it is to segment out. Yeah. Now I want to leave, but now I'm accepting of this. It's like, that's very hard. Well, it's so not accepting. That. It's just accepting that you can't change the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than being like, I'm cool with what they're doing. You can be like, I'm okay with the fact that I'm not cool with this, but I know that I can't do anything to change it. Yeah. Mm. I think there is that difference between being like, well, I'm just going to live here and being like, no, 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 I am going to live the best life that I can and do what's best for my own mental health and sanity while this is happening. But I think that can definitely include looking for places because your home at the moment is ticking every single box you have in terms of location, but it's not ticking every single box you have in terms of what's going to make the best home for you. So I think Zoe's exactly right. Keep an eye out for houses. Keep an eye out for apartments that are popping up because, yeah, moving is really hard, 
but imagine living somewhere where you didn't have to go through it. I, yeah. I recently went through a really hard move mm. and it sucks, but it finishes. Mm. It ends. And yeah. you are looking for an ending of some sort right now. So, And it's kind of just deciding yeah. what problem you'd want to mm. have. Yep. Right now you've got two options. Both are hassles. Yeah. Which one do you want to deal with? Mm. I, I find a lot of people don't put a monetary value to stress. Mm. And yeah. so it's there's this kind of thing. And like I see this quite a lot coming from a dumb wog family where it's very much like, what do you mean? We can do it ourselves and save so much money. And I'm like, yeah, we can do that. But now we're doing four weekends of building a shitty treehouse. Or we could have just spent that money and someone else would have done that and one of us wouldn't have fallen through it and broken a foot. So there's these kind of things you need to kind of take into consideration Mm. where a lot of people don't, I feel, if they do want to do things themselves or they want to be like, whatever, like, oh, that would cost so much money. Yeah, but like what? What is the price of your happiness? What is the price yeah. of your stress? Take that. That should be valuable. Oh, yeah, I totally, because like Cass, who has just finished, I'm now in the process of moving house, and it was a decision to either move back in with my folks or live somewhere that I couldn't really afford to live. Like I could have scraped by, mm. but that living completely hand-to-mouth, counting every penny, mm. I was like, oh, no, that's too stressful. Yeah. Comparatively, I was like, Living with my parents are going to have its own stresses, but I was like, one of them I can deal with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, literally like, get to pick your battles. Yeah, you do. My roommate, weirdly enough, always says that one of his favorite things is, what kind of problem do you want to have? The world is full of problems. What kind of problem do you want to have? And he always uses the example, so he's got, like, long hair. And he's, like, it's a stupid argument. So he's, like, he's like got really long hair, and he's like, yeah, I spend a little bit more on shampoo, but I spend less on haircuts. <laughs> like it's, it's such it's such a basic breakdown, but it is like he's I love like that. yeah he's like what kind of problem do you want to have? Yeah, I spend more on shampoo, but less on haircuts. You're like yeah, you just pick your problems. <laughs> I mean, there is there's logic there's, there. There's a little bit of wisdom in that stupid phrase. Yeah, like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Not wrong. And everyone <laughs> understood it straight away. Yeah, I love that actually. Yeah. that's good. I love that's because like there's both aren't that big a problem to be. Like, it's, yeah, but it's a metaphor. It can be an analogy. You can yeah. apply that to so many things. Yeah. I just think of it more like, because what I was going to say for this example has thrown me completely, <laughs> is that it can also help just by having the choice. Maybe the better example is one earlier about calling the cops on the house and being like, that's too extreme, right? But by having that choice of that nuclear option in any situation, which is a different problem to have, it makes the other problem more bearable because you're like, ah, oh, now I'm kind of choosing this a bit mm. because I could mm. do this thing, which yeah. is crazy. Like, I could move out. But because I'm not doing that, I'm almost choosing this, which not because I want to choose it, but I'm like, yeah. When you feel like you got a choice, it makes things feel a bit more manageable My, my therapist calls it uh, less destructive, self-destructive behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I have a problem. And he's like, when I got long hair, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's the same guy. I recently, with all the stress of moving house, I panic dyed my hair green, which I fucking hate. <laughs> and now I'm dealing with that. And you I went. the Joker, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I do. I look like the Joker, but it's fading into Krusty the Clown. And yeah. I fucking hate it so much. Like the first image you posted to us, it was pretty bad. But now it doesn't look terrible. Because I'm washing it out. And like, you are wearing a beanie. And, and I'm wearing a beanie, beanie and I stopped wearing it curlier to start straightening my hair yeah, again to make it look less. Otherwise, bear yeah, well, it looks bad. like Krusty's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm aware and I miss being a blonde so desperately. But I was telling my therapist about it. I was like, yeah, I got really stressed, so I just dyed my hair green. And she's like, well, are you thinking about the other things? And I'm like, no, I'm so hell-bent on trying to fix my hair that all my other problems seem like nothing at the moment. And so it's a self-destructive behavior. <laughs> 
in the way. But yeah, because like back in the day when I was manic and not super uh, good at my life, I would do genuinely self-destructive things like drink too much or hurt Mm. myself or other options. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, manageable. Manageable. (laughs) This one, give yourself a bad haircut and then just focus on that. Dye your hair a stupid (laughs) colour that you know you're going to hate and try and fix it. This is my favourite bit of advice. Go do that. (laughs) Go do something destructive without being self-destructive, like something that feels like a change and something that feels like you're going to, like my vanity wins every time. (laughs) My vanity wins no matter what stress is happening in my life, my vanity will always Mm. win. Figure out what your version of that is and fuck that part up of your life, like the tiniest bit. Nothing permanent. Yeah. So you can focus can on that. So you can back. put your energy can be bleached. In yeah. yeah. So I can focus on that. So focus yeah. on that. <clears throat> okay. Well, okay. And just to follow up on what George was saying about the choice, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I think the power of choice is the most empowering thing you can do. If you ever feel stuck and you actually look at what you could choose to do, mm. like move out, call the cops and all these things, you suddenly realise the things you don't want And then you're like, okay, well, I'm still choosing to be here. And if you are then okay with being like, okay, I'm still choosing to live in this house, I'm actually okay with that because the Mm. other options aren't good and I don't like them and I want this one. This is the one I'm choosing out of a bad batch. But if you still come to it and you look at all the other options, you're like, no, I still hate it. You're like, well, you're going to have to do something then because now you're realising you're not stuck, you do have other options, and then that that always makes me feel better if Mm. I can look at the choices I do have, look at the choice I'm making, and then be like, so, (laughs) and Uh are we happy with this? And then we always go, uh, yeah, there's always the hair dyeing option. Dye your hair fixes all problems by making uh, it the worst problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess dye your hair and do some pilot lighting, I think, are the two options (laughs) for you. uh, And good luck. So next question. So a bit of quick background here. I'm the same age as Joel, which is also the same age as George. Yeah. Old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, we're a ripe 34. Is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got it this time. I've been struggling to establish a long-term relationship. Men find me intimidating. I'm headstrong, very ambitious, and no one tells me what I can and cannot do. Or they try to hurt me. For instance, I've got a stalker that I have a straining order against. Scary stuff. I'm also a ski instructor and live six months in Austria and six in England. Holy short of zone. I know. While the UK has been in lockdown, dating sites are the only choice for meeting new people. I've met a chap and I kind of want some advice here. So how do you A, know it's worth trying to make it work long distance, given the situation with my job. B, keep it from turning into just phone sex, which makes me kind of uncomfortable. C, keep things for getting awkward when slash if we meet. And D, what type of date should we go on when we can meet up, given we've covered most first date stuff, talking on the phone. So... Let's just break this down. Let's go A. No, it's worth trying to make it work long distance. Hey, um, yeah. it's the same thing with choice. Do you want to? <laughs> no, literally, that's it. My approach to relationships now in my life is like it's an active choice that you are making every day because if it's not something that you want to be doing, oh, my God, your time is so precious. Do something else you like. And if it is something you want to be doing, oh, my God, your time is so precious. Spend it doing the thing you like. Mm. I don't believe that you can ever waste time if you are doing something that you want to do because even if it doesn't, quote, unquote, work out the way you wanted it to, you spent that time pursuing something that you like and you learned something. You can't waste time if you're doing the thing you want to do. It's not possible. You get something out of it. It's good. So if you want to be with this person long distance, sick, keep going. If one day you're like, Ashley, this sucks, Bail. <laughs> Just leave. Yeah, and then you can do that too. So easy. Every single day, like not not in a homeworky way, but sort of check in with yourself. Be like, is this still what I want? If it's yes, amazing. You are doing the thing that you want to do the most. That a lot of people don't do that. And if it's not, 
hey, guess what you get to do? (laughs) 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 Fucking bail and do something you want to do. Uh, yeah, as someone who has been in a long-distance relationship, yeah, it, it is it is a struggle. And, and again, it's not like uh, the advice I give to people who are like, should I enter a long-distance relationship is always like, well, not really because it is a struggle. Only do like, – again, like – I'll shoot to the UK. That's nothing. Well, yeah, I, all, you know, no? Australia to the UK. Yeah, that's something. a big one, but I'll shoot the UK. And like, again, it's better than a normal relationship. Like, if it's half an hour away, it's too far. (laughs) (laughs) Also COVID, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. also COVID as well. But being in a long relationship was hard. Like, it was. And yeah, if you gel with the person and if you really work with them and things just fit into place, it makes things easy. It still is hard. It just makes things a little bit easy. Mm. You're getting very much a dry run on it right now, aren't you? Because you're doing the long distance thing. You're just chatting on the phone. Mm. Like, you're not actually doing it. So. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. To me, it, it's hard to work that out. I mean, I understand that, look, if we're in the like, similar age or exact age, you know, there are things that you now want out of life. And it, it was nice to kind of be in that position in life because then I'm chatting to this person long distance to be like, well, these are the, basically the things that I want out of life. Do they match up? And so you kind of have those. Because the only kind of relationship that you're having is purely conversations over the phone. You have to kind of get a bit deep rather than. Just kind of being intimate in terms of physical. And so like it was quite nice. going on dates where you have to do stuff. (laughs) Active dates. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the idea of a day where I have to like play pool. That's too active for me. That's fair, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a beer and listen to me tell fun stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Replace that with a coffee and make it mid-morning for me. Yeah. Perfect. Mm, Good. Uh, you just want an audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your ideal date sitting front row? <laughs> well. On stage, I have a microphone. <laughs> but uh, it, it is hard to gauge, but I, I think you can, after having a lot of conversation with the other person, to see if they're the right kind of fit for you and, and if you are the right kind of fit for them. Because hopefully you'll get – through those more serious conversations and things won't just be a bit of a shock after, say, you're four years into a relationship and you're like, oh, I didn't realise you believed that. Holy shit, that would change my whole perspective mm. of this. <laughs> yeah. I have made a mistake. And I get it. You're like 34 now. Time is running out. We can't make these stupid decisions we were, oh, yeah, we're making yeah, in our 20s. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So we've got we to, like, you know, we quickly siphon these things out and I get it. So, um yeah, is, is it worth trying to make long distance? Look, it is hard. Long distance sucks. But, you know, on the other side of it, I've met the love of my life and I wouldn't change that for the world. Aww. So, Aww. and like that was starting through a long distance relationship. And I such a I long will, distance. You're terrible. I will say as well, it's so funny. Anytime anyone asks you for advice on things like, should I start a podcast? You're like, no. no. Should I do long distance? No. no. It's like, Zamet, <laughs> what are the two best things in your life? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, the, the podcast company I started is real great. Uh, and a long distance. At great as well, but it came with it also, its own exceptions. It also is worth talking about if you were to do long distance, and I know it's new, but I think if you get to the point where you're genuinely thinking, well, I'm going to go do my job for six months and then I'm going to come back and are mm. we going to, like, if you're at that point where it's no longer an abstract concept, mm. it would be worth also having the conversation to be like, hey, when are we going to compromise? <laughs> also true. 
Because, like, if your partner had turned around, and not to say they did, but if your partner had turned around and been like, oh, well, I refuse to leave the UK. Oh, yeah, we had the discussion. Yeah. And it was very much like, well, if this is what's going to happen, I'll move to the UK for X many months or years because mm. I had, and I still have, uh, a Maltese passport. So I, yeah. at that point in time, I could <laughs> have stayed in the UK. I think still, still now you can. Uh. Either way, I don't know. Um <laughs> So at that point, it was like, well, it's very easy for me to move over because, again, uh, I'm part of like the whole you know, European citizen type thing. So that I could do that. I run a company that I can do from overseas. It wouldn't be too bad to kind of do the sort of the macro managing. And I would just put someone in charge of doing all the micromanaging. Mm. And that would be feasible to work with. You know, I, I can I've already started putting those things into place in terms of what I would need and how we could kind of go through yeah. with all that. So you need to think about a long term. Mm. That's such an intense convo when you've, like for her. Oh, 100%. It's, it's yeah. way um, too intense. And, and this is another thing as well. Like we had, when uh, my partner came down to Australia for a month, I think it was less than a month, and we were just, we were in Sydney and it was like maybe like the second or last day before she went home. And we just had a very serious conversation. Yeah. It lasted basically the whole day. And it was like, okay, well, let's put some timelines into this. You know, it's like, well, when do we want to get married? When do we want to have kids? When do we want to like, and you start basically like, I think we started with like, well, kids, when do we want that? Where are we getting buried together? <laughs> Where are we getting Working buried together? Backwards. Are we going to go to the village in the UK or oh, Australia? Yeah. Like One. which retirement village? Because yeah. they're probably not going <laughs> to let us fly back. Uh, and then it's kind of like, well, for example, it's like I want to have kids before I was turning, say, whatever the age it was. Like, okay, so then we look at like backwards. So you're like, okay, if that's the date we want to start having a family, well, then we have to look at, all right, well, well when do we want to get married? And then when do we want to do this? And then when do we do this? And so you start just adding numbers to it all. You're like, oh, wow, we need to either speed up or slow down depending where you are in life. And it was a very, very serious conversation to be like, okay, well, all this is sort of going on. And then in the same time period, I'd recently bought a property that we were converting. So at that moment in time, I needed to be in the country. And she was getting to that age where in Australia, it was easy to get a visa before you turn, I think it's like 31 or something. Yeah, like that, or it's, it's a weird, the whatever UK the Australia thing is literally like 31 or 32. You can, yeah. and then it makes it hard to travel. Cause yeah. So whatever it was, it was like a year or so before that. So it was easy for her to be like, well, I'll just come in as a, this sort of visa. And then we can kind of go from there. Yeah. And so, again, there needs to be just, like, everything on the table. If you're prepared to do this, you are in a, a situation, like, in your sort of mid-30s to be like, well, this is what I want from my life and my mm. career and my future. And if you are wanting to do that with a partner, wanting to do that with someone, you need to be both on that same page. Yeah. And you need to have those discussions almost early on. Yeah. <laughs> also, if the idea of having a big conversation like that with someone that you do truly care about and you want a relationship with is really scary, like, what do you have to lose them? Oh, mm. You know, like if it goes badly, good. Yeah. yeah. Like if it, it goes like, well, good. good. But if it goes badly, good. good. Like there's no downside mm. to having well, those conversations. Well, it just means you have, you have an outcome either yeah. way. Yeah. Which we is better than the limbo. Like until you meet each other. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously thing is we're like, talking like way oh, down yeah, the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing, like we were having these quite intense conversations I want to say, was it eight months to a year after we first started yeah. dating? And so you'd already again. seen each other and interacted and... 
yeah. felt chemistry. Yeah. yeah. So so there was sort of like those um, brief, well, not brief, but I guess brief interactions where we'd spend like, say, two months. <laughs> An you know, appropriate amount of time, bro. Amount. All right. I was like, well, brief. I'm I like, well, it was brief. two months like in, in the same place. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, some people might, oh, two months is quite a long time. But in the grand scheme, is kind of brief when you're spending like six months apart. So yeah, we were dating for quite some time before we had those very, very serious conversations. I guess which leads on to the, the B, how do you keep it just from turning into phone sex? Say that um, you don't want to do phone sex. It's consent. <laughs> yeah, if they won't listen to you on that, good news, leave. Dump his ass. <laughs> That's great. You get to go now. That Bye. is true. You do get to go now. I read that more as in like, well, what else do you talk about apart from that intimacy? Sasquatches. Sasquatches, evidently. Like literally pick any other topic. <laughs> yeah. Have a conversation with someone. Roll the dice like an episode of Shut Up a Second and then fucking go for it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't know. I guess if it makes you uncomfortable, then yeah, have that discussion. Be like, I'm not a huge fan of this, so I don't really like doing this. Not for me. Uh, and yeah, if, if they respect the boundary, then that's great. And of course, if you are being like, what else can we talk about? Like, oh, there's so many other things. So hmm. many, so many other things. Literally everything else. Everything else. If you're getting stuck, there are so many companies that make conversation cards and you like shuffle the deck of cards and ask a question. They're meant to help you have really in-depth conversations or conversations around a really specific topic. And I'm sure they're downloadable for free illegally online. 100%. You know? Again, this, this all comes down to those open communications and all comes down to being able to have those communications with the other person. Because again, if you're like, can't really talk about where your boundaries are, mm. then maybe this isn't the best relationship for you. Yeah. I guess it's the standard nervousness of a new relationship mm. where it's like a bit more, yeah. you know. Uh, Has anyone had done phone sex? Yeah. I was in a long-term relationship for quite some time, George. Yes, you kind of have to. My depth of knowledge is basically in that movie, Her, you know. When, I've never uh, seen Her. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my, I was, I was like, oh, I guess it can be kind of hot, but I've never actually, uh, yeah, I've never done it's it. It's different now because you can. though. Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's different now because you It's can on do the video phone. Call. It's like you're just the voice that you're talking to. You do a video call. Well, yeah, you do yeah. a video call. And then oh. you're like, genitals. And then you're like, wow, that's a close-up of things of interest. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so old fashioned. No, I'm writing telegrams. I thought it as well. I'm like, oh yeah, you just like you're just on the phone. Yeah, and yeah. It's Put just sound. That camera inside you. Yeah, That's right. what gets me off. Yeah. Oh my, this is. Oh, I feel like such a brute. Yeah. <laughs> and you find out which camera angles the best for you. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. Is this? Do you? Okay. Do you use laptop or phone? Uh, you can Phone's use either. That's the thing. Phones more flexibility but at least on zoom you and do you end up looking at yourself yeah well i mean of course but then like yeah but then you're looking at your partner's genitals which inherently are also very interesting <laughs> yeah well i think like every time i'm on a zoom call you're sort of like wait, wait what do i look like yeah oh man you never wanted like you do because like you know every now and then you'll end up in a weird position and you're like i hate my body <laughs> <laughs> not in like it's an, part I, of why i think it's strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then you just power through because then once again your partner's genitals are there and you're like, wait, yeah, good. And they seem to be enjoying it. So yeah, that's nice and that's the as thing well. is that like they're like having a good time <laughs> about you doing weird acrobatic shit. So you're like, wow. Fuck it. Yeah, Acrobatic shit. <laughs> it seems like that thing where there's like in the hotels where they have mirrors on the roofs. Yeah. On the hmm. ro- ceiling. ceiling. That is some sleazy shit yeah. on the ceiling. I've never gone to a hotel with a mirror on so the ceiling. So then how do you know about them? Yeah. Cats. TV. <laughs> Television. Yeah. And the ceiling's there for one reason only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I love having full length mirrors. Oh, I hated seeing what I looked like. 
when I came. That sounds like I used your mirrors. That wasn't just I. You know when you were away for a few weeks. Yeah, well, I had to check. No, I not in, not Zaman's mirror, but I once had sex in front of a mirror, and knowing what my face looks like when it comes is the worst experience. I've never looked uglier, in my opinion. My partner at the time was like, "No, it's your cum face. It's inherently beautiful." And because you're That's having a good nice. time. And I was like, oh, no, it's yeah. not. Objectively, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I have eyes and that was fucking disgusting. That's fair. Confronting. How bad could it, it is be? very <laughs> not good. It is a very personal moment. <laughs> it's why you always My eyes are normally closed. That's what I was going to say. My eyes are normally closed. But this I was like, I'm in front of a mirror and I was like, have a pee. It's just like when you got the phone and you always end up <laughs> looking at like, yourself. Yeah. About to come, one eye open. Oh, 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 babe, what happened? Good. Nothing. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Nothing like ruining your own orgasm with your orgasm face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that was very um, helpful. <laughs> <coughs> How do you keep things from getting awkward when and if we meet? Uh, look, to be honest, things are going to be awkward when you meet. That's oh, just, it's just, that's it's so just nature of the beast. It's just like it, you, you've, you've spent so long having conversations. And I get the, but do you reckon it would be worse, more awkward than any first date? I feel like it would be less awkward than a lot of first dates as well. No, you it's different because now other. there's it's, pressure. It's, yeah, it's different because there's pressure. And that and that's the thing is like there's this weird pressure with it all because you've been chatting. It depends what kind of long distance relationship you're having. If you're having structured calls and like a respectable sleeping pattern, so you are talking in like these particular hours, or if it's real gets fucked up and your sleeping <laughs> schedule goes out the wazoo and you end up chatting to someone till four a.m. as it often is. It just sort Aww. of depends because you know we'd be spending hours upon hours upon hours of like just chatting to each other, and it does depend on what level of, say, intimacy or what level of communication you have been in before. And again, it is awkward because either because I've been chatting to you for, like, hours on end, I'm like, oh, I'm doing other tasks when I talk to you. Usually <laughs> I'm, you know, doing housework or all other kinds of weird Can stuff. Can you come over like, and I'll just clean the place yeah, while we yeah, talk? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 like that. Or I'm, I'm going shopping and I'm chatting to you. And it's those weird kind of things where you're like, oh, that was part of my uh, schedule or that was part of the norm for me was, like, in these mundane things. I had someone to have a chat to, which was really, really nice. And so, yeah, there, there is that kind of awkward moment when you're like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, we're, we're face-to-face. And this is kind of kind of crazy. Plus, you also have to do that wonderful thing of being like, we have been intimate for like X many months, and now we have to do the first kiss, which is always <laughs> very awkward. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, we've done things, but and we've been very open and honest about our ah, certain things. And we haven't even kissed yet. So that's a weird kind of such like. such a unique. It's kind yeah. of cool. It is. It, it, yeah. Like, so. I wouldn't. Not worth it, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Even though we'd been dating for quite some time, it's like we shared our first kiss at the Heathrow Airport, and isn't that sweet? Oh, but like, well, yeah. just, so it was like straight away. No, no, no. It was waiting for the Uber to go to their house, and it was just like the kind of thing where it's like, look, I know this is awkward, but you know, we we have. I'm just going to kiss you now, <laughs> and it was just like that because it wasn't probably going to be a moment. No, because. You're not doing the first datey kind of things. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, you'd be at the point in your relationship where you just kiss each other out of habit, but you haven't yet. Mm. So it was, again, That's very wild. weird and strange. Yeah. And like, I would have again, the yeah. most overwhelming urge to stick my fingers in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's Wanda. intimacy. Yeah. 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 Sick. Yeah. Things and holes. Things yeah. and holes. Yeah. That's, That's basically it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but no, again, it is going to be awkward when and if you meet. And there is... Stick your finger in their stick, mouth. Don't do that. <laughs> That'll make it way more awkward than it needs to be. Or acknowledge that you're going to do it and see what they do. <laughs> but like, again, y- you will both be feeling that awkwardness. Mm. I, 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 I feel. I may be talking at a turn there, but again, being in I that situation... I can open with a kiss. Plan beforehand and be like, hey, when I first meet you, let's not say anything to each other. Let's do the kiss straight away. Because no, no. bang, you're getting that awkwardness of that out of the way. And after that, it's loosened already. Because I was coming from a flight, like a 20 plus hour <laughs> flight as well. So it was this weird thing of being like, well, I'm going to be in basically uh, plain filth. <laughs> and so trackies and underwear that I haven't changed for 12 hours. Oh, but I planned change. for that. Yeah, exactly. So it was just kind of like, no, have like a spare pair of like clothes, <laughs> some stuff you can kind of freshen up with in the air. Airport, uh, oh, did you do a whore bath? I did, I did. Nice. Pits and pits, pits, and, pits, pits, pits and, and mitts. So that was good, just to kind of quickly yeah. do that and yeah. get into some fresh clothes. That's good anyway, because you get off the plane, you oh, feel you great. Know, you do, you yeah, do. Yeah. But no, again, there is a level of awkwardness and you just cannot avoid it. There is no way that it's not going to be awkward. I reckon plan first kiss straight away. Get that out of the way and kick back. George, both you and I have not been in this situation, but I agree with George. Thank you. I reckon, <laughs> it's like that thing of planning for your failures. It's like if you want to get a task done, plan to fail it at 10 times to mm. achieve your goal or whatever. Mm. It's like, cool, the first kiss is going to be bad. That's not even dead. <laughs> yeah. Off the plane, first kiss, then the first Make bad kiss is done. Yeah, you know? exactly. Be that sailor finding out the World War II's over. Mouth. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. It depends where you're meeting for the first time. For me, it was an airport, and, like, there's a lot of people around. Yeah. Ah, a, not for me. Yeah, I'm with Amit on that one. Good. I have a very public life, but I have a very private life as well. And it's like, private life is for me, and I don't want that. So that's sort of like, yeah. A lot of people around, no thank you. I'm on Team George. <laughs> yeah. We are team have never experienced but have an imagination. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And finally, this question is, what type of date should we go on where we can meet up, given that we've covered most first date stuff, talking on the phone? Well. Wow. Oh, action date. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oh, gross. Shut up, No. <laughs> That's what she's saying, basically. No. Just like She's done the talking. 
Go to a restaurant, eat some good food. Uh, yeah, go to a restaurant, eat some good food. Are we talking like after you go home together or is that like... Yeah, good question. Like, I, again... You want to do something first, I feel like, if you've been... And you've got that intimacy, I feel like... If you do have... Yeah, look. Like, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. Yes, yes, George. Yeah. You are correct if it depends. Like, you know, you've been dating sort of long distance for quite some time. There are a lot of pent-up feelings yeah. and emotions and wanting the desire there to be physical like you can't just say that doesn't happen it does yeah although that would be one hell of a sexually charged dinner i tell you what <laughs> never in the restaurant be like oh what the why am i feeling <laughs> this yeah everyone's like <laughs> so i guess after the intimacy stuff has been dealt with we we just went like a nice walk along a river and had just had like a very low-key chill mm. dinner you could also do dinner at your house or their house because that takes That's also true. Yeah, that takes the pressure off of it being a public thing and if you want to get down and dirty halfway through dinner, no one's stopping you. Yeah, that is true. I'm looking at from my perspective where I went to the UK and it was like, well, I'm I not staying anywhere, so yeah. <laughs> I have no house. Uh, nice. I live nice with salmon. You now. Good strat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If things don't up, have a home strat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the classic. <laughs> so, yeah, very very different. So, I guess if you are in the sort of same area space of UK it might be a little bit different but yeah like if yeah dinner at one of your houses that sounds quite nice I don't know I'm a very much when it comes to dating very very food driven yeah, because we're ethnic. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Cats. That's how we express love. <laughs> As someone who doesn't express love by feeding other people. I do, though. Wow. Yeah. Useless. Yeah. Useless, useless, useless. Yeah, no, useless. absolutely what are, what are I do. Action date. Shut up, George. Yuck. Yuck. Go crossbow hunting. <laughs> Go I was suggest- hunt a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> when it was like, oh, what date should we do? I'm thinking like, oh, well, what you want to do, I'm sure you've talked about your favourite foods. You should feed each other your favourite food. <laughs> Surely that or take it. them to your favourite spot. Like oh, do yeah. something pint. like. Yeah, I'm sure you would have spoken about things, as Zoe said, because you will talk about everything else in the whole world. You're probably going to have conversations about things that they're like, oh, I really like this spot or I like Or just ask and be like, what's your favourite spot? Yeah. Because I know if I was doing phone dating with someone, the only thing I would talk about is Stringer. And so, like, the first date was you have to come over and meet Stringer because he yes. needs to approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. The yeah. old you got to come over and see my cat move. Nice, Zoe. <laughs> Very she good. Knows what he she's missed, doing. He it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. <laughs> like, you know, like if you're I got this cool thing at my house for you to come see. Well, if you're nice. talking about your life and stuff like that, like things like pets, things like, like oh, I've got this favourite restaurant, it is going to come up. So hmm. by the time you can meet up, you can be like, well, why don't we go to that restaurant you were talking about or can I come over and meet your pet because you speak about Mm. them so much you've done the first Mm. date things you don't have to do like a Mm. stereotypical first date you can just kind of go on a regular date yeah and then smooch I guess yes yes (laughs) Zoe gagging as she said smooch Didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) There are still places that like I remember chatting about in terms of mostly restaurants. Yeah, Um, it's all food. It's always food to be. That's because you didn't have any pets. You just had us. Yeah, yeah, yes, Mm. yes. And And we're not actually no. Yeah, you did bring her over to meet all of us. Yeah, yeah. See. Exactly. So it's like, oh, here are my good friends, but also here is this amazing cafe that we need to go to. Again, you've probably had a chat with each other about your favourite places or your favourite places either go do a certain activity or, again, eating is such a very cliche thing, but it's cliche for a reason. Mm. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, go somewhere that, say, if you both have a certain love for a certain type of food, maybe try and find a fancy restaurant version of that. So go there or cook it at home. And then, of course, as Zoe says, if the feeling... (laughs) halfway through dinner uh, pops up, then, you know, you you have a very easy 
access to to the old drink. cooking at my place move. Nice, <laughs> yeah, right. nice. Zoe. George yeah, taking yeah, notes. <laughs> and, and there's something nice about cooking for them or them cooking for you. Like that's another level of intimacy, which is yeah. romantic. Mm. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. Look at you getting all that. My ex used to cook me hamburgers at 3 a.m., which I thought was like. The nicest thing anyone could possibly do. <laughs> and I was like, and that's my baseline. <laughs> uh, look, being in, in a relationship for quite some time now, it's like even the little things. Like I made the bed this morning and, boy, the praise that I got. <laughs> wow. I'm like, huh, shit, the bar has dropped. Yeah, wow. Set the bar low. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you would know better in terms of going out on a date with this person because you would have had the discussion with them and you would have whatever it was that made you guys connect, whatever that was, you would have that knowledge there. So you are your own best expert in this relationship. So have a bit of introspect and you know, trust yourself that you will know this. Yeah, well, good luck. Hope it all goes well. Yeah, mm. let us know. Let us yeah. know. Let us Know. Invite us to the wedding. Yeah. Please. Even if it's Appreciate bad news, let the us wedding, know. we have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> She's just searching for an audience. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Cass. I've been George. And I've been Zoe B. And we're still fine. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put somewhere in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.